Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the Fringe of It. Episode number 41. Good morning, it's so sunny today. How are you? I know, it feels like spring's actually here. Honestly, how, how many weeks have I been desperate to say that, but I feel like it's actually arrived. And it's it's East, no, it's not Easter soon, sorry, I take that back. But it's like this Sunday, the clock's changed, and that's what I meant. Yeah, I was like, calm down, you've got another month. Oh, don't say that. that oh, don't remind me about how far away Easter is. Why? What? How far away it is? Why are you? Ex- oh, yeah. Of course, the bread. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. In a way, um, it's yeah. I need. I need that month. I really need it to go slowly because it's. It today marks two months until the wedding, and I can't be wishing months away. How are you feeling? A, a, a little, a little bit stressed. I know we just had a bit of um, a pre-podcast chat, so I'm feeling a little bit like overwhelmed by things. Um, I can't work out whether I'm really on schedule, really off schedule, but I've not had like hair or makeup need to try the cake there's a lot of things I've not done yet but I did publish a blog post this morning almost letting off a bit of precious steam so I think if I'm not wasting time online I can be productive I will make it count (laughs) we were were just talking about this and me and Liv were in just I don't know I think our pre-podcast chats we probably should record them they're always a bit sweary (laughs) (laughs) just like to get that off our chest but I think we were both kind of um I don't know. I I described it as internet fatigue. That um, I don't know. I like I find that. The more I'm on the internet, the worse I feel. The less I'm getting done, and I just need to remember to kind of like pop on and pop off, um, yeah. and that's absolutely fine. And it's all right if like maybe one day you're on it quite a bit, but then you're not on it for the next two days, um, because I just don't think you can maintain like because the internet's new isn't it really it's in its infancy and I think I was maybe in a bit of a teenage love affair with it where I needed to see it all the time yeah Um, whereas now I'm a bit like well you know I might see you on Tuesday if I'm free yeah that's that is exactly it. it gets a bit heady doesn't it a bit like like that kind of infatuation but that sickness because it's the unknown and then you're kind of a bit like Oh, this is a bit much I've I've not been used to this and then yeah you just end up feeling a bit like oh Especially with things like weddings and and I think it's, um, you know, what we were talking about last week with comparison, you know, if you're not looking at other people, you're doing a great job. You've got everything. The boxes are getting ticked. It's methodical. You know, you will you will have cake and you will have your hair done. But then once you start looking around, um, those people are kind of like spinning you out a bit. And also you're not getting anything done because you're because you're looking at what they're doing. Oh, completely. It's so ridiculous. And it's only when you detach yourself from that, you think, oh my God, why do I care? Like, why am I listening to people who don't know me properly and passing judgment? And then it's just so easy to like, your perspectives just shift and you're like, what's wrong with me? 
yeah well I think these sunnier days help as well I think I you get to the end of every winter and and my mental health maybe isn't the strongest because I haven't been doing anything that's that good for me like getting out in the fresh air or um like when the sun was shining through my window yesterday I I mean I literally was like I was going to say Mary Poppins, but she didn't really leap out of bed. I was more like Charlie's grandpa in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when he, <laughs> when he finally leaves bed. That was me yesterday. Just like, look at the weather. I can do it. I'm on top of the world. Honestly, this morning I nearly put on the marvellous Mrs. Maisel soundtrack because it's got songs like, yeah, it's a good day for singing a song, like those ones. <laughs> we should literally have a buzzer. Um, so three minutes, 58 seconds. That's how long we went without singing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We should literally have a buzzer and be like, ding, ding, ding. That's the thing. That's like, it's like those soundtracks that you think, oh, it really gets you going. Oh, yeah. I've been listening to Mary Poppins, the original, Ooh. in the shower. And I, I it re- yeah, it really puts a spring in my step. Um, I keep thinking every now and again, I'm like, what if Jack came and, and listened to what I was singing to? But luckily, he's, he's like at work or downstairs, so it's fine. But yeah, moving on, moving on. <laughs> We've been carried away, as always. Um, What have I been up to this week? Oh, I've done quite a few things this week. You haven't asked me, but I will tell you. I was on the bridge of asking you. (laughs) It's fine. Um, I'm just desperate to tell everyone what I've been up to. I had a spring fling, which was a freelance dinner at at Lucy's house, actually, Lucy Sheridan's. And it's um, the second one that we've done. And it wasn't really supposed to be like a a continuous thing so what happened was um Laura Jane Williams who if you don't follow her on Instagram please find her she's hilarious but um she got a few of us together at Christmas as a bit of a kind of freelancers Christmas party because we don't you know as freelancers we, we don't really have that kind of thing do we um so but we had such a good time that at the Christmas party Lucy was like I'm having I'm having everyone over for spring and then I was like I'll have everyone over in summer I don't know why we decided to do it seasonally but three months can pass can I can I join in the summer one can I yeah absolutely you can because I think um it kind of is is Laura's friends or like kind of everyone Laura knows which is lovely um because we've all got kind of got to know new people and we invited the same people to Lucy's but Lucy had like a special guest oh can I be the special guest you can be my special guest thank you sorry to put you on the spot there I know that that's social social etiquette gone wrong but I must ask (laughs) I simply must but it was really good because it was you know, we do get to go to, um, you know, events and stuff, which which I do really like. But there was something about after, a, I don't know, we just really got into it. We got to talking about website servers, taxes. We got talking about skincare dresses, like those things. But then all those other things about being self-employed that you don't often get to talk to people about. Because can you imagine if you went to an event, you were like, can I talk to you about your website server? How are your taxes looking for this year? What about, what about <laughs> making tax digital? How are you sitting on that? <laughs> yeah exactly but this is because we're together for like 24 hours because because uh, we stayed over as well we like we really get through everything like by by the time I went to leave I was like I've I've got nothing nothing that we've not shone a torch on uh and I'm I'm good for talking to you you've drunk me I'm dry <laughs> yeah you've literally like I've got nothing left to say but if you are freelance I would fully recommend and it and as I say I didn't know everyone that well and I, and it's and it's nice to kind of push yourself out your comfort zone and, and meet new people. So I'd thoroughly recommend it for anybody out there that spends a lot of time working by themselves at home. Mm, it looked absolutely heavenly. It, it was. It was the singing, obviously, that had me. <laughs> well, Lucy lives in uh, 
Jack said I'd need to call it the Peaks. I keep calling it the Peak District. And he said, well, you know, it, it's cooler to call it the Peaks. I don't know if he's winding me up or not. I can never tell. And um, it Apologies was just... to any listeners from the Peaks. <laughs> I mean, it's the Peak District, right? Oh, yeah. Cool. Hmm. Oh, granddad. And, like, it was rolling hills, all these sheeps, because Lincolnshire's really flat. <laughs> sorry, so, right? all these sheeps? Sheep, sorry, sorry, sheep. <laughs> <laughs> All these sheeps. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's taken me three days to recover and I still, I can't say sheep. Sheep. Um, it was, yeah, and then there was a lot of dancing. But do you know what? And I think you would have loved this. Lucy was fair throughout the whole thing so everybody picked a song and we all went in order and that went round about five times hmm. I couldn't believe how she kept the democracy going wow normally that's when it all goes like it all goes to shit really doesn't it like everyone gets a bit like I want to listen to this can you put this on and Lucy was like it's not your turn you'll get your turn I couldn't believe it I was like Lucy the fact that you've managed to keep this bunch of rowdy women and actually one one boy called Jack like playing fairly it was like she was playing mum and she managed to, to make us all play fairly we all got a turn we all got to play our songs it was it was great well kudos to lucy yeah hats off but yeah there was a lot of um i can't remember what songs i picked but there was definitely like a a rendition of queen bohemian rhapsody at one point i was gonna say I, really I, I mean i don't think it's gonna be too hard to work out the songs you picked <laughs> Well, also, and then I started like buddying up with somebody else. I was like, what song are you playing? And then kind of like was trying to infiltrate their song choice with my <gasps> song choice. Shame on you. I know, but there was a lot of people and you had to wait quite a long time for your turn. Yeah, it does require a bit of strategy, doesn't it? A bit of seed planting. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I don't want to waste my song if you're going to play something like quite similar. I guess you need to go, oh, do you know what song I've not heard in ages? Hit, hit, nudge, nudge. <laughs> I'm such an awful human. Um, but that was on Friday. So the first day of spring was Wednesday, wasn't it? I didn't know. But when I woke up that day, it felt pretty spring-like. And then that was our spring dinner, which actually was a bit cold and cloudy. You were like, I um, can feel then... it. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, has anyone got a cardio? Has anyone got some socks? Turned up in a linen dress. I think it was a bit a bit much. <laughs> oh, you loon. Um, what else have I been doing? I've also been doing a lot of tidying, a lot of sorting. I have seen that. I've been very impressed. Do you know what? Yesterday I had a real sort. I actually to the point where I got everything off the shelves in our living room, which I haven't touched since we moved in, and just dusted and rearranged them. And I was like, God, this is what people do that are good with interiors. They rearrange shelves. <laughs> um, did you get to a point during the shelf rearranging where you thought, what have I done? Do you know what? I didn't, only because there's not an awful lot on the shelves. But often I will. Like if I, for example, go to tidy out my sock and knicker drawer I often empty it and then look at the state of it and think I don't know why I've done this like, <laughs> it was fine as it was it was fine bulging out like I really don't care about you enough so things like that I often feel that remorse but for this because it was quite dusty and I literally haven't done it in nearly two years I was like wow yeah I know I was, it wasn't that dusty though so I mean praise praise to me um but it was no it was it was due but I was a bit like how have I gone this long? How many years? My grandma used to say, I think it's five years and it starts to dust itself. I don't I think she made that up. But um, yeah, I think if you leave it. I was three uh, years away from being able to leave it. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't have touched it. Oh. Now you have to dust that on the reg. Rookie. Absolute rookie. Yeah, I had remorse, sort of remorse, <laughs> when I, um, so I got a, a, a console table. I don't even know why it's called, like, 
is it for Sega Mega Drive? That's the only console I know. I was going to say that. I was that? like, oh, is it because PS2? <laughs> I have not bought a table for Jack's Xbox. But it's, it's a dressing table. But um, when I was, I remember this quite vividly. When I was pregnant, there's um, a certain point where it kicks in and it's nesting and nothing nothing went unsorted like if you've been like wanting to like darn your socks or reheal some boots or get some keys cut like it all got done mm-hmm. and um so jack built this dressing table kind of thing for me it was like over two years ago so his woodwork skills have got a lot better and we didn't necessarily choose the right wood and it's all kind of like coming apart so I decided to get a new you know something nice and new and that'll go in the garage with jack's tools on but halfway through I was like what what have I done like this was like four massive shelves going into these three tiny drawers. And I was, yeah, the remorse of starting was just... Oh, it's too much sometimes. Yeah, I just wanted to send that back um, and, and just keep what I'd got. And it didn't really matter if it was falling apart. It was fine because the sorting was too much. But I got there. I did it. I Marie Kondo'd it. Your place looks gorgeous. I'm really impressed by the sorting that's been going on. I think it's this time of year as well, though, when it's like sunny and you can have the windows open you just think I just need to dust everything off open the windows do a bit of a spring old lang syne just get it all out oh yeah I yeah I really love a spring sort one of the reasons is that my friend um I'm not going to say who because it's a surprise Mm. um she's she, she asked if she could come to my house uh and take some pictures because she um you, you might be able to guess on this but she does um a renter's interior series so there was only a few things that I needed to really finish off in the house and that's been a really nice deadline like instead of a baby just having someone you know it's much easier yeah uh, than being pregnant just having someone come around to your house in a couple of weeks so I've just ticked off those things and it's actually been a really nice deadline she was like you didn't have to do that for me and I was like I love I, I love a deadline. I oh, love a list. So I did you, see yeah. your list on stories. Sorry to interrupt. And no, I did fine. I did screen grab it because I was like, I feel inspired to create a list. Because you forget otherwise all the things you've got to do. Yeah, and you lose focus as well, you know. Like if you go into TK Maxx and then you come out and you're like, I actually, I really didn't need that. Yeah, it's so true. Like if you're in H&M Home, I go in there and I know there's things I need. But I forget when I'm in there what I need. I'm just like, oh candles I'm like definitely don't need any of those but a walking up bowl however let's talk about it things I'm banned from buying trinket trays oh don't and mugs oh yeah oh say yeah yeah but they're the things when I go into places like you know H&M home and I'm like oh trinket tray trinket tray do not need another trinket tray oh I need I need need trinkets for my trinket tray (laughs) yeah yeah whereas if you've got the list you're like right no, 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 no. Oh, yes, that one thing that I needed that's actually going to make my life a lot more functional. That's fine. Oh, I hear you. Shall we move on to Teletalk? Tell me what you've been watching, because I've got quite the list. Okay, I've got three things, which feels... Oh, I've got three. Fair. How controlled. Okay, so I'm going to start in chronological order. So last Monday evening, I was invited to see the preview of season five, episode one of Line of Duty at the BFI with BBC and... Um, Right, because you know sometimes I live on like planet, not a clue what's going on. Yeah. Um, Like I've heard of Line of Duty, but that's about it. (laughs) I did think it was like, like, I know it's not totally your bag. It's basically a British corrupt police drama. 
oh it looks tense it sounds tense oh yeah it's brilliant though like it's not scary this is the fifth so there's four series I think they've each got about six or six to eight episodes each that are an hour long but it is brilliant like we saw the first episode which I won't give any spoilers away to because it does not air until this Sunday but this is a notice to say it's back this Sunday nine o'clock BBC one but it's amazing and I need to watch I've not watched all of them this is the only problem I've watched series four because that's when I got into it which was Mm. not last year the year before and the other three are on Netflix and I've started series one so I'm not totally up to date but you can I feel like you can start as and when you wish like it's not I think there are themes that run throughout that kind of connect things but it is possible to start wherever you like but it was very very good yeah I know people like really really like it oh yeah Um, but it's just one of those things you know where all of a sudden I'm like what 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 Taylor Swift exists (laughs) like yeah where have you been I mean I do know that Taylor Swift exists because June's favorite song is uh she calls it piggies uh, but she actually (laughs) means shake it off oh Um, where did she get that from have you seen Sing, the animated Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking, yeah. I don't understand the connection there at no, all. No, no, no. So, so she, she's, she's seen that scene and every now and again she's like, piggies, piggies. Oh. And I'm like, you mean Taylor Swift, shake it off. But it's cute, so I'll let you carry oh, on. Oh, she's becoming more and more like me with every day. Oh, honestly, you, you two would be best friends at the moment. Her choice of music is horrendous. <laughs> Actually, no, Jack's, Jack's um, I think I might have said this last week, Jack's brainwashed her to say, what music do you want on? And June goes, Bob Dylan. Oh, wow. I think he spent two solid days working on that. I like that. I'm very impressed. Good job, Jack. The other thing I watched was, I can't remember what day it was last week. um, And I'm actually desperate to find out because I can't wait for episode two. But it was Married at First Sight. Ooh. And it is my favourite programme. Is that Channel 4? Channel 4, a Channel 4 goodie, 9 o'clock. I can't remember what day, which is useless. I feel like it was between Tuesday to Thursday. Right, it was on the 20th of March, which was Wednesday. You watched it on Wednesday. I watched it on Wednesday. So I watched Married at First Sight on Wednesday. It was a new series. Um, I don't know why I keep chopping and changing between season and series, but that's the kind of spontaneous person I am. And it was amazing. There are two couples featured in this first episode, Um, It kind of mainly focused on the first couple, which was a man called Jonathan and a girl who I cannot remember the name of. Steph. Steph. Oh, amazing. I've got got the information up. You've got the info up, which, and I love it. I always feel like it's such a weird program because Joe was trying to explain, me and Joe were talking about it. And I was like, you know, I feel like with first dates, they always get it right. And Joe was like, well, yeah, because the volume of people applying is so much higher. Whereas obviously with something like this, the amount of people will be less because people aren't as willing to just get married. Um, and I was like, you're so right. You're so right. This is why I'm marrying you. This is what you are so wise. I really like Jonathan. I really, really do. And I was like, if I'm not quite endearing. And then there were just so many points that I was just like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work already. Oh. I was just like, he was really lovely. Like he seemed really, had a love, like just really seemed like a kind person. Um, but all his friends, every single one of his friends was a woman. Everyone, which I don't know if I was passing an early judgment there, but on his stag do, it was like a hen party. And I was just, I found that quite curious, not to pass judgment because everyone can be friends with whoever they like, but Steph seemingly had a lot of trust issues. And I was like, curious this is an interesting dynamic 
I just, oh, me and Jack were talking about this. We were talking about this in the kitchen yesterday. Not this in particular, but I was like, I'm so glad that I'm marrying you after 10 years because I feel like I know what's I know what's happening. <laughs> I know what I'm getting. I know what's going on inside of there. Yeah, I know, you know, how irritating it is when you leave your shoes out and, um, you know, you never rinse the sink after you've done the washing up. I mean, I'm glad that you've done the washing up, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But, um, oh, me and Joe had this chat. It's like men clean to 90%, I think. They would do. I mean, that, there's a generalization. Just, just want to caveat that. But you know, most well, men. Like, most men clean to about eighty percent if they're going to clean. Like, like you say, they'll do the washing up, but they won't wash the sink afterwards. You're like, you're so close. You're so yeah. close. Yeah, Jack's not into like picking um, just like random things off the side. Like, because I just feel like my main job in life is walking from one room to another with like things in my arms. Yeah, and then putting them away. Being the, that... you're the Velcro. <laughs> yeah. I might just get a Velcro suit and just start rolling around and like picking these bits up. <laughs> then at the end of the day, just like picking them off into a basket and seeing how many there were. Yeah. Be like, this is what... There's a game show. This is what wasn't quite completed. <laughs> um, so is it series one that you've watched, Married at First Sight? Yes, only the first episode. So it's on again, it's Wednesday and they're focusing on the next couple. But, um, who are called Verity and Jack. Spot on, spot on. Look at us with our facts. But yeah, no, I, I really, really love it. It's just, it's one of those ones you kind of watch with your hands over your eyes because you're a bit like, oh my God, it is a bit of a shocker. But I just love that kind of television. It's so right up my street. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to get involved in that. You've sold it to me. It is really good. It's worth catching up on. But then afterwards... Oh, oh, sorry, I was going to say, what's your third offering? But you oh, already yeah. did uh, So basically, we finished watching Married at First Sight and then we were just chatting afterwards and then it rolled on to the next programme, which is called Mums Make Porn. I was just about to say... So I'm on, I'm on Channel 4's website, just scrolled down. I was on that page and it said, people also watched... Married at First Sight USA, seven years switch. Mums make porn. And I was like, sorry, Paddock, can we just back up? <laughs> so that's what we watched. We just sat there and we were like, oh, we'll give we'll give this a go then. And honestly, I was I quite enjoyed it. I liked where it came from in the premise of it. I mean, so the 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 blurb they've got shocked by hardcore I can't even say it. I pull myself together. Shocked by hardcore porn online and its impact on their kids' generation, five ordinary mums decide to make their own porn movie. I'm in. Yeah. I'm watching this. That That is literally what happened. And just the kind of topics that came up with how it influences relationships and people, like the education around it from a really young age. And it spoke to lots of young people about when they first access porn and how it kind of made them feel about themselves and relationships. And like a lot of the messaging was really interesting and it kind of unpicked a lot of themes and things that I think actually that's so true, especially as a parent, like things that you probably are quite aware of. But um, no, it was just really, really interesting. They haven't, they haven't made it yet, their film. Um, so I'm quite interested to see what it's like. But I am five seconds away from hanging up the phone and going to watch it. Like I'm really intrigued. Like it was such a good group of mums as well. Like I, everyone like had a really different viewpoint on porn. Like some um women were really like watched it quite regularly and watched quite a diverse um kind of selection of things, and other women were quite like against it and never watched it. Um so it was quite like a nice perspective of different people who kind of 
like some were really super like into it some were just like a bit like oh god like frightened of it which I think is also a really normal thing because it's quite overwhelming and it can be like a bit like oh god I think um my my thing about porn in general um like happy for everyone to watch it happy for everyone not to watch it but I think if you don't sit down and talk to your child about it and give it any kind of context I think that's when it can cause problems as in um, and, and I can only imagine the conversations, um, are, you know, they're really tricky. But, you know, if that's your first instance of sex yeah, and that's normal, I just think. And then also you've got access to it 24-7. So, you know, I, oh, maybe we should do a whole topic on this or maybe not. Maybe it's a bit, a bit, a bit too intellectual for us. But um, I just think that then you're going to get desensitised and then you're constantly looking for like maybe and that's well not not everybody but for some people with certain personalities you know they could be looking for like another fix and then you know they might go off into other areas that are maybe a bit more damaging I don't know I just think there's so many different ways of looking at it but I think it definitely has to be talked about because it that wasn't around when we were we were kids I remember um you know a cosmopolitan being being passed around the back of the bus I think there was all these penises I'm not really sure why um really <laughs> sticks in my mind magazine they had um maybe it was more actually it was that like was a sex position of the week and they'd oh, have yeah. like two a barbie doll and a kendall like reenacting the sex position of the week and I remember seeing that and thinking wow <laughs> yeah but uh, but also that was probably quite irresponsible as well because that you know what looking at things like that it's just all miseducation isn't it you know if you're just gonna if teens or preteens are gonna have access to something like it needs to be like well this is porn and here are the good aspects of porn and here are the negative aspect like, aspects of porn and this is like a 360 view of like the whole situation oh completely and that's why like I really did enjoy this program for almost introducing that conversation to a mainstream because I don't think a lot of people have those conversations or know when to have those conversations or maybe a bit prudish to have them or scared to have them because they're like perhaps if we don't bring it up it won't happen or they won't come across it I feel like because we're like the last generation to live without the internet it's very much something that you know we I feel like even with like Facebook and everything when I first had a phone everything felt like it was introduced to me at a really organic right time like I first got a phone when I started secondary school and that didn't have the internet on it and it was about 13 14 when I got the internet and that is kind of when I would think would be a nice time to introduce someone to it anyway but obviously now children get it from the word go because it's part it's just part of everyday life and like those I I don't want to sound like an old person, but I didn't get my first phone till I was 16. Yeah. Nokia 3310. Yeah, but that's it. Like, I literally had it so I could text my mum when I got to school and when I got home. And it was like 40p a text. And that's what I did. Oh, God. Text. Remember a picture message? They were extortionate. I know. I know. My credit would go. Oh, credit. And then you had to to go and top up. Um, I'm gonna move on because um I'm just I just sound so old but I'm I'm actually I might sack off married at first sight um and my new priority is mums make porn I don't know why the title is making me laugh so much I know it's it, I I think we I think we both know why the title is quite a funny one it it leads it makes you think there are there's something else going on <laughs> I 
and oh it's the little picture as well i don't know i'm just i'm look at the end of the day i'm british and i will find these things funny head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie all of us strangers starring paul muscal and andrew scott Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Well, I bet you'll never, never guess... What I'm going to talk to you about, Taddy Wise. Well, you might because I actually told you earlier. Well, I know you've been watching lots of This Is Us, which I'm still desperate to start. Yeah, no, don't talk about that. The the, the wounds are healing. Okay, slowly. okay, I won't mention it. Uh, the Voice. Oh, yeah. So I went. I went to put the telly on. Uh, June was having a nap. It was an accident. Really... I promise. No, it was an accident. So I went. I um yesterday we were at the supermarket by ten a.m., which is my like a parenting thing that I'm really proud of. Just because you know you're up so early that you've like you're literally looking at your clock, waiting for the supermarket to open. You're like nine thirty-two, twenty-eight more minutes. Anyway, so we got back. June had gone for a nap, and I was like. I'm going to catch up on Queer Eye. Anyway, The Voice was on just before I'd switched over to Netflix and and I was Ooh. in. We're at the we're at the quarterfinals, which I actually think is a great place for me to start. And I do remember watching the very first series of The Voice and was like, I'm quite into this because, you know, it's all about The Voice, um, which I think is a bit more of a, a nicer way to, to, to judge people than... The face. Yeah, The Face. So it was a quarterfinal and it was... Jennifer Hudson is one of the judges and I forgot that I love Jennifer Hudson. I'm sorry, Jennifer, if you're listening. Um, I <laughs> forgot how much I love her. Like she's, oh, she's great. I love her. And um, so there's Tom Jones, Ollie Merz. I think Ollie's just happy to be there. And Will I Am. Um, and I enjoy Will I Am as well. And so I missed Ollie's group, actually. So each judge had got three acts left. And those three acts were playing. And then the judge had to pick one to go through to the semi-finals. And then the audience saved one from the remaining people that were left. Um, but the reason that I started watching was Jennifer had these, um, it was a girl band, and they were quite country. But I just really enjoyed the energy of it. I was like, this isn't, I don't like this music, but I like what's happening. Um and also throughout the whole voice, as as I was like thinking about uh, talking about it on the podcast, I just really enjoyed the types of people that were on there. There were like different shapes, different sizes, um, different races. Like it was really, um, it was a good 
mix of people. It wasn't just like, you know, here is one type of person. There was just a real mix of representation and I really loved it. And also there were they were really talented. I love the um the Liverpudlian girl. Oh yeah, I can't I can't say too much because I don't really want to say if they're there or not, but um she is in Will I Am's group, wasn't yes. she? Was she in No, she wasn't in Will I Am's group. She was in Jennifer's group. Maybe. I'm confused now. I've got some notes because I knew I'd forget. So started off with Jennifer's group. That was great. Then Will I Am's group, there was a guy called Emmanuel who sang a gospel song. Oh my god. Was it amazing? It was in incredible um him and his he, you know they do the sob story but it was I was into the sob stories I'm you know I'm here for them and him and his mum used to you know share a bed and they used to be um like not very well off but he would just love the lyrics of this gospel song and he sang it and you know just like I think on X Factor sometimes I'm like well they can sing but they're trying like as Jack says they're shouting um but like there was a few people on the voice where they just opened their mouths and that was just like natural raw talent yeah it, yeah so Emmanuel was incredible and then Christina sang a Beyonce song and this is how on planet Charlotte I am I mean I've never heard that Beyonce song in my life what song was it I, I, don't, I don't even know I'll tell you a lyric in a second but um no wonder everyone likes Beyonce I mean the lyrics were were sensational let me find out what song it was Oh, uh, Pretty Hurts by Beyonce. Okay. I don't know what album it's on, but one of the lyrics was, um, it's the soul that needs the surgery. Basically, it's all about, it doesn't really matter like what you look like, it's on the inside that counts. And I was like, no wonder Beyonce is popular. There is no wonder with lyrics like that. <laughs> You're like, why are people not talking about Beyonce more? sometimes I just feel so old and on a desert island um and then um Jennifer Hudson kept throwing her shoe on the stage every time she like reached a new level of appreciation which I might start doing like next time you tell a really funny joke I might just whip my shoe off and like throw it on the floor and be like that was hilarious oh my I like that yeah um and then Will I Am had Nicole Scherzinger Jennifer Hudson had like a really cool guest judge as well. And then Tom Jones had James Arthur. And I was like, well, where has James Arthur been since X Factor? Oh, Is he popular now? Well, then did then you sit on your laptop Googling James Arthur, like finding out what he'd been up to. Well, I didn't because I just thought if I'm going to be Googling anybody after this, I'm going to be Googling Beyonce. Oh, yeah, that's true. That hidden, that, that undiscovered artist we love. <laughs> Um, but one thing, and I said this to you, um, I said this to you earlier. Um, I haven't watched adverts like TV adverts because I watch Netflix most of the time or like catch up, and I was shocked. I mean, people have got people have got some cheek to be moaning about advertising on Instagram when I've seen loads of telly advertising. It's it's a shocker. Oh yeah, I think the little flowers advert stuck in my head quite a lot. Particularly offensive. Yeah, well, just the links are really bad. Well, it's cold hard selling, isn't it? But you're just like, wow. Uh, And then because I said that to Jackie, he linked me to this Al Pacino advert that he'd done with Dunkin' Donuts. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. I'll send it to you after this and I'll put it in the show notes. But I mean, my goodness, Al. What was going through your mind? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. You're like... He likes donuts and wanted like a lifetime's free supply. I mean, I'm sure he got more than just a lifetime's free supply. (laughs) That's what Jack said. So, Al, we've got a deal for you. 
we want you to be the face of our advert and we'll give you lots of donor. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, so ne- next week I'll be watching the semi-finals of The Voice and I'm invested. Oh, really wow. invested. Next Saturday night, I will not bother you, I promise. Oh, is that, I, see, I don't even know when it's on because I was watching the replay. I think, yes, yeah, it seems like a Saturday night gig. Yeah, it's really, really good. Like... <laughs> You're talking as if it's this like indie underground show you've just discovered on like a streaming site. This is what happens. Sometimes I live in my little bubble and then I'm like, oh, Beyonce. You're like the, the voice. It's this great concept of this singing show where people sing and you just, you don't see their faces and you're not judging their parents. It, I can't believe it. You're like, Charlotte, is that is that the voice? Yeah. <laughs> but I do think they have a, like an incredibly better calibre than X Factor. I really do. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember anyone that's been on X Factor in the last few years. Yeah. But the voice, I would have, I would have given them all a record deal. Well, actually, apart from two, but I won't, I won't go into it. Okay, don't go into it. What else have you been watching? Queer Eye. Oh, yeah. So, I watched Out of Order, didn't I? I watched episode one, episode two, and then episode five. I've now watched episode three, episode four, somehow missed episode six, and watched episode seven. I don't... I don't... Okay. <laughs> Am I just old now? Am I just, do I just need help I mean, with Netflix everything? It literally offers you the opportunity to watch things in order. Like it will play the next episode for you. I don't understand. So episode three was incredible. It was about two sisters, one called Deborah Little Jones and Mary Shorty Jones. And they were pit masters um, and had a barbecue joint. And they were just, at first I was a bit like, I'm not really sure they want the Fab Five to help them. Like, I think you might all need to leave. Like, I think they're fine. But actually they, they really did. But, I think that they just haven't ever looked after themselves. They've always kind of like put their family first and their business first, that it just took quite a while for them to be like getting on board with it. And the transformation like mentally, physically to the, and to their business as well. I mean, it was such a good episode. And then episode four was Robert Hitchcock, who was a nurse at a psychiatric ward. And he had a girlfriend, Jamie, and was getting married on the Friday but Karamo this season has been doing such good work with people's like mental states. So he recorded the first 30 minutes of meeting this guy um, and he took all the sound bites and took him to a dance studio and he basically sat him on a chair and he thought he was there to dance. <laughs> I would have been a bit upset actually. I'd be like, I thought I was here to tap dance. Um, and Karamo played him the first 30 minutes of them meeting and all these sound bites. And it was 30 minutes of self-deprecation, but like to a level of almost like self-abuse he was just it was heartbreaking and then Karame like did his thing but it was yeah I just feel like put it this way I think Karame should be paying way more than Anthony's being paid this season because especially on the third episode because they were um the two sisters they had their own source like Anthony didn't do he didn't cook a thing not a thing. I feel like this series you're getting more angry, Anthony, than you ever have before. No, it's fine because, you know, he's cuter than ever. His his T-shirts are nicer than ever. Um, <laughs> at one point in series four, he was sat holding a baby. Um, oh, wow. And it was beautiful, you know, and that's what he's here for. But I've not seen the man do a lot of cooking. Yeah, like that. He should be the T-shirt expert. Yeah, like, you know, he keeps turning up in places with vests and shorts. And that's fine, you know. He's, he's bringing something to the table, but he's not cooking. You're like, hmm. <laughs> um and then 
episode seven was about a guy called Thomas who was about to turn 21 and his sister Chrissy and they lost their mum. So, you know, cue floods of tears for me. But Jonathan said something. So they, they'd got him all like done for his 21st birthday party. And uh, he was like, we've got a stage five cl- clinger, honey. And it was this- <laughs> <laughs> just love that man. I love that oh, man so much. So brilliant. Um, so I've really been having lots of fun with Netflix, uh, with Netflix, with quick, well, Netflix been having quite a lot of fun with me playing Queer Eye Out of Order. <laughs> I think I've got two episodes left. Okay, I need to catch up. I'm desperate. You really, you really do. And then the other thing that I've been watching is Turn Up Charlie with Idris Elba. Ooh. Um, so it's one of, the, it's like an, you know, an anecdote to all the intense TV that I watch. It's like 26 minutes an episode. It's got Idris Elba in. It's quite kind of lightweight in terms of emotional investment. And he is a DJ who used to be quite successful. Um, And then he's got some DJ friends who are really successful. I mean, if anything, this programme makes me never want to be a DJ. Um, And then he becomes the nanny for their... um, problem I'm saying problem child in air quotes because the parents have done quite a lot for that child to be a problem but he becomes the nanny or the manny for the um for the daughter and I think I watched five episodes Mm. just like just really nice really enjoyed it yeah and um I just kind of liked the way they showed off London, like they've been to Liberty, uh, been to Camden, um, just London's a really nice backdrop. And I've never seen it before, but I kind of see why people like Idris Elba. At one oh, point yeah. he had a white t-shirt on in a pub and I was like, oh, oh, never noticed that before. Never really, you know, can see why people like Beyonce and uh, sing to Beyonce and fancy Idris Elba. You're like, oh, hello. I'm... Oh, come on, Charlotte. I can't believe this. Well... Yeah, I, do. <laughs> I can't explain myself, okay? I'm a bit weird. I can't I can't think what you're going to say next week. You'll be like, I've just discovered. <laughs> what are you going to discover next week that's, like, already mammothly popular? I don't know. I really don't. Maybe a cappuccino. I've never tried. I've had coffee once. You'll be like, oh, so I was listening to the radio and I was on gold and they played this band and, oh... And they've got, <laughs> I can't even think. I know every, ba- I know every band on gold. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Don't patronise me. I know all those old rockers. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see next week. I might have, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't predict the future. I'm excited to see what you're going to be introduced to next week. So what I would like to be introduced to though, Charlotte, is what you have bought this week. I haven't bought a lot this week, um, but one thing I have done this week is started sorting through photos. Um, and one thing I've got is I've ordered a big print of a picture that I took in New York years and years and years ago. And you know the Imagine um, mosaic in Strawberry yeah. Field, Central Park. I went to take some flowers there to like lay them down. Basically, I went to Strawberry Fields and it was really busy, and I was like, I'm a bit. This isn't quite the experience that I wanted. I just wanted to go and and kind of reflect and and sit down on my own. Um, so I went back the next day and took some flowers and like did like a little like floral art installation. I, it wasn't like a thing. I just like laid them down. I didn't really think about it. There was literally nobody there, and that's kind of what I wanted. I just wanted to go and sit and not be bothered. So I went and I did that, and there was a guy playing some music. There was me, him, and then unbeknownst to me, 
there was another couple there and they were, they photographed me like laying down the flowers, but I did not know they were there. Like I thought it was just me and this guitar player because it was quite early in the morning. And um, then they came over like afterwards and sat on the bench and had a bit of a cry. Um, I think it was close to like, I'd I'd lost somebody. Um, I'd have (laughs) obviously it was really significant to me because I can't remember, but I, um, I had like somebody had just died and I just like, well, just wanted to have a bit of a cry. So I had my cry. And um, then they came over and I'm like, oh, we just took a picture of you um, laying down the flowers. Like, we think it's really sweet. Do you want it? And, and then they emailed me it. And anyway, that's not the picture that I'm getting printed off, but I already have that in like a little version. But it's just the picture of, of Imagine at Strawberry Fields with the flowers around. And I managed to find a really, really high-res version that had like 11,000 pixels. Whoa. And um, I've got that um, sorted and printed and it'll be here in a few days so that is one thing I've bought and it's something I've been meaning to do for years because oh. um, I'm just trying to get through my pictures because now I've sorted the house out I can see that the walls are a bit bare or we don't have enough pictures around so I'm just trying to get through various things that I wanted to get printed um and, and sort through all of that really so where did you get it printed may I ask printed.com they're very good um a lot of people you know would go to Moonpig or things but I, I like printed.com it's um it's cheaper and Moonpig I didn't mean Moonpig I meant Moo um but they they do print out um you can get some really nice prints printed there in different sizes so yeah I got it done there oh good to know oh, oh I bet that'd be gorgeous I bought a photo album at the weekend actually to do something similar just while well, I was in Selfridges and it was one of the ones I think I've got them in Oliver Bonus as well they're like, like coffee tabley ones and it says like life in pictures or like friends and family like they're really beautiful but I've just got so many film pictures that just don't live anywhere and I was like we really need to start like either printing pictures framing them because I think now we have all these lovely prints on our wall very motivational quotes and things but no family pictures or anything so it's like trying to dig them out your phone and get them actually printed absolutely yeah that's kind of what I've kind of thought because I said to Jack I said what do you think to the house the house obviously like you know I ask him if he likes things but he's, he, he he said to me you know I'm not that bothered about interiors if I had a really strong opinion about something I'd let you know but he I said oh you know how's the house looking and he was like great like but we really should get more pictures out and I was like oh how dare you and then half an hour later I was like yes you have a point and let's do something about that I had a great time like print sticking into it yesterday um Joe was like I keep using print stick on the photos I was like they're literally sitting in drawers I was like yeah Yeah. yes I am let's stop being precious like yeah that they've been collecting dust doing nothing and I am putting print stick on them yeah I've saved a few to frame so I need to buy some frames now it's getting frames up it's the process between getting a print getting a frame getting on the wall it just takes me so long it's involved it's so involved because because yeah I totally feel you because you're like yeah I've got the print and you're like oh no it needs a frame oh god now I've got to get it on the wall I know (laughs) that's a six-month process too much effort have you bought anything else this week no, I haven't. I've been really good. Um, I have scheduled in a wardrobe sort because I've been quite busy work-wise and uh, socialising recently, which really makes the balance go off is when I try and have a social life. And um, I just know my wardrobe needs to sort. So I'm going to do that mid-April and I'm going to be ruthless. Have you blocked um, out? How long have you blocked out to do it? 
two days. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like over the weekend, you know. So Jack and June will be around. We'll probably go for a walk. But I'm like, that's getting into it because I just want to do a really good job. And um, so I want to do that and then see if there's a few bits that I might need because obviously I, I do the the big wardrobe switch over so I put all my winter stuff away and bring all my summer stuff out and I love doing that because the excitement you're like oh my god I've not seen you for a few months I know Isn't she gorgeous? it's like going shopping but then you like everything and it's all in your size yeah it's brilliant and also I also find that's really useful because I'll be like oh actually I'm not not that excited to see you again so if not get you sold off you go to a new home and somebody else can love you exactly you're off so yeah, so I'm I'm trying to um not impulse purchase anything and um I'll report back mid April. Oh, I'm excited to see how this pans out. Yeah, have you bought anything else apart from photo album? Do you know what I did? I bought one more thing for the house. Um a couple of weeks ago, the week we didn't do the podcast, I had a bit of a rubbish week and I definitely got quite involved with some retail therapy, which I wouldn't normally do in times of s- sadness. But um, it it really helped, and I bought a lamp. Oh, oh, I know the one. Do tell everyone. Oh, I bought an Oliver bonus lamp that I saw at the press day, which was, was it January? Was it? Oh, I, I, it was in the past, that's all I know. In the past, and it's got this really gorgeous corally pink base and a scalloped kind of, almost like, it looks a bit like, from the top it looks like a flower-shaped kind of, shade um but it's absolutely beautiful and I've been waiting for it to come online and I didn't really have anywhere that it could go perfectly but I've been thinking about it and checking in on it like every week to see whether it would come in and it came in and I didn't get it and I was thinking about it still so I bought it and oh honestly it's the missing puzzle piece I love it because I, I do find with 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 home things you can't really impulse purchase like I've done it in the past and I've regretted it and um I was thinking about this because you go from like or I did I go went from student where you you kind of buy everything quite cheaply just because you need it and then that stuff breaks because it's cheap and it's not very good um and then you try and like put everything together and I don't know you I think it just has to be a slow process with doing the house oh enormously um, otherwise you can end up wasting money and getting things you don't need oh yeah like even when we first moved in there are things that I do really like in a house but I think had I thought about it a bit more I'd probably have done something differently but I think mm. we we're just so excited to just fill a space up that you just think right I'll get that I'll get that I'll get that and now I'm kind of looking at things thinking, okay, well, we can, you know, swap that out eventually because it's not totally right. And I mean, things take time. I think your taste changes and trends change. So it, it, it gives you a bit more of a perspective on things, I think. If you're but not... the lamp is the connector. Oh, yeah. We really needed a lamp in our um, dining room because we've only got big lights in there. And I think we oh, both oh, know. Oh. I know. We both oh. know how we feel about that. Say no more. I know. That is every reason to justify it, if ever there was one. Where have you put it? In the corner near the window? Is that where yeah, it's staying? that's where right. it is at the moment, um, on top of the kind of the bar cart um, that's very inactive. Yeah, no, I really like it there. I'm not sure whether we'll change it eventually, but I don't know. It's, there's plenty of places for it to circuit at the moment, which I'm very happy with. I saw it on your Instagram stories and I was like, I do not need another lamp. Like, I just don't. I don't need one. And I did see them at the press day and I was like, I love you, but I don't need another lamp. I mean, I won't be a bad influence, but she's a good one. 
No, yeah, no, I don't. I know, I'll tell you for why, because I've got a lamp in my office that is actually sat as an ornament at the moment. It's um, an old one my nana gave me. And so if I did need another lamp, I'd just plug that in somewhere. So yeah. but I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Thanks very much. What a level of maturity I'm at where I'm like, I don't need that. We are very mature. That is us. <laughs> um, and on that note, on, on um, confirming how in- intellectual and mature we are, um, we're going to sign off. Um, next week, we will have a guest, fingers crossed. But thank you so much for listening. Um, and thank you for all your lovely feedback on the episode with Lucy Sheridan as well. Um, and I promise I won't mention Lucy's name again on the podcast because <laughs> I feel like I've been name dropping her. Like we're friends, you know. <laughs> We get it, Charlotte. You're friends. No, she's wonderful. We'll only we'll maybe name drop her once next week. Let's cut it down. Um, as always, um, the conversation continues. I think I heard that on morning TV once. Um, and you love Facebook. And you're right. Like, that that works well. I'm having that. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the fringe of it. Um, and if you'd like to subscribe um, on iTunes, that helps other people find the podcast. Have a wonderful week and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.